Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good morning and welcome to the... KLE podcast and uh, YouTube and um, to uh, the KLE podcast page, um, wherever you are listening, whichever platform you're listening on. Great to be with you again, Sean and Steve here uh, with our Friday conversation, talking about all things related to ministry, ministry leadership, um, your ministry, not just in church, but as the church in the marketplace. So um, this is our conversation, Steve and I have. And uh, we invite you to be part of that conversation. Hope you can stick with us through the whole um, <laughs> event that we, our whole process, our whole conversation, because it always develops into um, things as we go. So great to have you with us. Good morning, Steve. Great to be with you again. Yes, good morning. Yeah, we're going to have to rewind a little bit now because we've already started like usual. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Let's let's do a rewind and uh, give us that introduction that you started off with. Well, the thing that I've always I've always seen. I, my wife is in the marketplace. Uh, my son, my daughters. I mean, uh, you know, they're all dealing with um, things in business all the time, um, and usually it comes back. Boy, this so and so. They're they're quite a problem today. You're having a problem with this. Uh, this person is doing this all the time. I mean, this is the this is this person's nature. It's their character. It's their whatever, and it just bugs me or or, or whatever. And, and um, the thing, like I told you, you know, it's like I play a one string banjo all the time, and it's I have this one note that comes out, which is we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It doesn't matter whether we're in a church setting, at a home. Um, it's not just a spiritual thing. It's we are a spiritual being in a natural place. Yeah. Our whole objective out there is to affect something. And, and basically if this person person is around us within our sphere of influence, we might be the only ones that have the tools to help them take down that stronghold that's in their life. Cause the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So if that's the case, my objective should always be not taking down that person or trying to battle with whatever it is that's going on inter, interpersonally or interrelationally, but to take down those enemies that are behind the scenes. That's right. Well, and that's the thing we need to understand. I mean, uh, Mac, John Maxwell said leadership is influence. And, right. and uh, I, I posted on my Facebook page at one time is that leadership is four factors. It's spiritual, it's physical, um, it's inner and it's outward. You know, it's inside and outside. And, and the, the, um, what we, and somebody answered and said, wow, I need to understand that more, you know. So um, the simple fact is we, we need to realize that there is a, a spiritual influence we have called to influence right. the right. atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere of where we are in the marketplace. Right. If we, right. we need to be 
bring in what's needed and then implement outward things, uh, you know, more physical things of influence into into where we can be. God can prosper us wherever we are, but it is. Right. I mean, we're looking even, Steve, at the country and, I, I, you know, being being an immigrant and not yet a citizen, I don't vote, so I'm not any party affiliated affiliation, um, but I'm listening to both sides of the aisle and I'm going, you know, people have made it all about a personality. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't um, exalt any man above beyond measure. I mean, it's just man is man and, and that's it. But, but when God ordains something and we are, and God, you know, God ordains something, we, and that influences there, we, uh, we can respect what the what that influence is, but not make it about personality. Not right. you know, look at the principle, look at the leadership, look at the effect, look at the results, look at the performance, and say, you know. But people have gone on the bandwagon. What well, on some people have gone on a bandwagon of making it all about personality, and it's not about personality. And and the same with us, wherever we are, it's not about personality. It, you know, it's like it's not. It's not about just physical. It is that spiritual thing, as you said. Right. A good example is this whole COVID thing, you know, this whole disease thing. Yeah. Well, now, all of a sudden, it's one person's fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the same type of thing in the business realm, um, our, our financial demise is this one person's fault. Yeah. If they just do their job, if they just yeah. do whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're really not, we're really not seeing this from a spiritual perspective, and helping since we're in that situation, helping take down those powers and principalities and rulers of darkness that want to come steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Whether it be the business, that particular per- person, uh, relationships, or whatever, our whole objective should be to take down the enemy, which is not somebody with skin on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because we wrestle not with wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, so right. it's not about people. It's not about personalities. It's, right. And that right. and that that is you know that is a thing that um, really has bothered me. I just recently I've noticed, especially on social media, is like Christians weigh in on on social aspects all the time. Right. Right. It's right. It's just like right. they. They they gotta they gotta put out their opinion or their experience about within the social context, you know. And I go, I, I you know you got you gotta appreciate all the social things, but as kingdom people, that's not our job. Our job is right. to influence with not knowing that we bring influence from heaven into the earth, you know. Um, and and there's, that there's something that's interesting. I I remember. Um, dealing, uh, just talking with several people about this, uh, they were saying that why is it that when this certain person comes in, uh, it it brings a a change in the atmosphere, and usually it's not for the better, you know. Um, a change in personality or a change in presence means there is a power, a principality, or ruler of darkness behind it. It means there's an entity or a being behind that so that really ought to wake us up to help us realize this isn't about this person 
they're bringing in another presence. Right. They're bringing another, in another, another influence. Right, right. And that's what it is. It's the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, that we bring that's yeah. supposed to influence others. It's not, but a lot of times um, uh, I was, I had a, uh, I was dealing with a fever last week and, and um, you know, everybody's family was freaking out because I was with everybody. And so they had me run and get checked for COVID, which came out, of course, negative, but um, I'm always negative. Doggone it. I'm always negative. <laughs> I'm determined to be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the uh, Connie said something kind of interesting. She said, you're carrying yourself differently than you used to. She said, you bring a, a different presence now than you used to. And what that did was it shook me again to realize that people don't just watch your actions. People don't just listen to what you say. You bring a presence. You bring either Christ or something else. You allow or disallow uh, whatever you allow on earth shall be loud in heaven. Whatever you disallow or bind uh, shall be bound in heaven. And so if we realize that I'm bringing a presence either for the kingdom of God and righteousness or I'm bringing a presence of some other entity or personality, some other demonic personality, um, it makes you kind of straighten up your walk and watch to see, well, actually just spend time with your father. Otherwise, if you're not spending time with him, how are you going to influence anybody? Exactly. Yeah. You, well, and that's um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse, verse 1 talks about, Paul says that, um, now, now, brethren, concerning spirituals, I do not want you right. to be ignorant. And he says, um, let me just get that. Um, from my B-I-B-L-E, it's the book for me. I stand um, alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, teach my <laughs> granddaughter that one. Yeah, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Somehow he goes, but and, and therefore I tell you that no one who's speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. In other words, you can, when we were pagans, we were uh, somehow or other influenced and led astray by mute idols. What it is, is it's the mute idol is something behind the idol, is what, what was influencing. And of course, we know that from Ephesians chapter 2, that the prince of the power of the air works in the sons of disobedience. And, and then, um, but he says that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is cursed. In other words, we can have the Holy Spirit's influence or the prince of the power of the air's influence. Right. So, so you know, whose influence are, are we right. are we allowing, and and uh, under under whose influence are we? I I shared this on the podcast this week. Is like um, who you spend time with is who is determines your outcomes, determines your right. destiny, right. determines your future, and and uh, we allow ourselves so easily to to be influenced. I mean. You know, I see how people can go into a setting and they come out four years later 
totally transformed in their thinking. They've allowed the influence of other people's perspectives to totally change their whole worldview. Right. And not always, not always for good, as you say, you know, and so we've got to weigh those things up. And so it's, that is, so he initially talks about verse one about spirituals. Um, right. I don't want you to be ignorant concerning it's a spiritual gift, but of course we know the word is pneumaticos, which is spiritual things, not or supernatural spiritual right. things, not not gifts. Um, right. And, yes, and these so even italicized there, which means it's not in there. It, it doesn't appear in the original. So we right. we need to be aware that you know. So that's the problem. We don't influence spiritually. We don't leave something spiritually life there. Um, or we bring death there because we are not aware of the spiritual atmosphere, what we carrying, what influence are we carrying? Where's our influence coming from? Um, you know, so we, right. we can, we can bring a religious influence into a situation. That's for sure. You know, which, which is, which is imposing, which is death to others. Um, people don't want, they taste that and they don't want to be part of that. Or we can bring life into a situation which which brings yeah. you know peace. If, if we ever realize, I guess if we ever caught a hold of the fact that if I'm of Christ, <clears throat> God sent Christ so that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Yeah. If I'm if I'm in Christ and I'm being sent by God into any situation, doesn't matter what it is, whether it be work, uh, whether it be uh, just going into the store to get groceries. I've been sent there so that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. It would change our whole perspective on why we're even going someplace. Yeah. Why are we there? Yeah. 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 Because I've been sent that these people here to influence, I've been sent to influence for life. Yeah. That they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So what is it they need right now? It isn't always the same thing. You know, what is it this person needs? What is it that person needs? What is it this whole group needs right now? Um, You know, that's that's what I've been sent for so that they can have life. It's not so they can have another scripture. It's not so they can have a, you know, like you said, some religious type setting now that they turn themselves to. But but so they can have life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know how I read a a verse this morning in Matthew chapter 13, actually just a phrase that Jesus, after expounding on the kingdom of God and and, uh, talking about sowing, he said, um, you know, like the sower sows the seed, he was saying um, he sows the message of the God of the kingdom. And if you, if, if you don't understand it, the enemy comes straight away and steals the seed from your heart. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and then at the end of the chapter, he says to his disciples, he says, do you understand this? And they say, yes. And then he says, every scribe who is a disciple of the kingdom of heaven brings things out of the treasure, some old and some new. Right. And I thought, but the disciple of the kingdom of heaven, I thought, is incredible because 
then we understand that we represent something in everything we do. So when we're going to work, we, we, we are a representative, a, a disciple, which means we're in a learning mode, but we're also in an influencing mode. So right. to go and so we are a disciple, which means we're learning and being influenced and we're going and making disciples, which means we're going and bringing an influence to wherever we go. And going is not just to, to missions. It's going to right. the marketplace, right. you know? Um, right. And, you know, Steve, a thought that came to me last night, I was thinking, you know, if, if, I'm in, if I'm in a situation, how do I bring kingdom principles there? Not preaching, principles. So right. how, do I, how do I shift things with, with a team, with a staff, with, you know, it's spiritual. You've got to know from heaven what are the spirituals, what, how do I change the atmosphere? How do I change things to bring the best out of people so that we... we um, so we actually become light and, uh, you know, and salt right. as a team, as a company, as a restaurant, as whatever it is, you know? Yeah, Paul used to, Paul used to argue daily in the temple. <laughs> yeah. That was his way. That's yeah. how he did it. He yeah. was going to convince everybody he could possibly see, you know, to, to the kingdom of God. He was right. going to try to convince everybody. Then he goes on the backside of the wilderness. When he comes back, he says, I don't come to you with enticing words, men's wisdom. And of course, as we've talked about before, the word entice means to try to convince. So I'm not going to try to convince you anymore with enticing words, men's wisdom, men's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power. So let me show you. And he didn't even have to say, let me show you. He just said, I'm, you're going to watch my life now. I'm going to, I'm going to demonstrate yeah. the spirit of God. I'm going to demonstrate his kingdom. I'm going to show you what it's like instead of trying to convince you by words or by whatever it is I can try to convince you with, because this isn't, if I can convince you into it, I can, somebody else can convince you back out. Yeah. Yeah. So let me show you the kingdom of God. Here, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Boom. Whatever, whatever it takes, let me demonstrate this to you. And most of that is I'm going to bring you a different presence than you're used to. Right. Exactly. I'm going to show you somebody. Yeah. Uh, just like it says, he who ministereth to you the spirit, does he do it by works of the law or does he do it by faith? Yes. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm ministering to you just another word or a principle or, a, or whatever, um, it's still... A, a just a lifeless thing, but it says, He who ministereth to you the Spirit, I'm ministering a person, yeah. and so you have to do that by faith. It's not something that you can conjure up, it's not something that you can exactly. learn. I mean, it's something that you, you're you bringing a person to somebody. Yeah, I, I read about a, a lady who who had has a real understanding of the kingdom of God. And uh, she took over a restaurant that was failing. She, she took over as a manager of a restaurant that was actually failing. And she, me, the, within months, within six months to nine months, that, that restaurant had turned around and become an outstanding, great reviews. People were queuing to get in. 
um, just outperforming everything else and making a good profit at the same time. And what she had done is she went in and began to apply kingdom principles. You know, she found each person's gift, got them right. working within the context of their gift, set a standard for everybody, built a great team. And, uh, and um, so everybody began to feel part of, you know, motivated, inspired. So she began to change the whole atmosphere, got to the point that the staff would pray before they, before every um, opening and, um, and closed with, with prayer and stuff like that. And, and, you know, now those were little things that she added into it as well so that everybody got to the same page, but it just elevated everything. And she began to apply those principles. Um, the thing is Jesus, when he started teaching, I mean, there were a lot of teachers in those days, right, you know, right, yeah. the scribes taught the, the Pharisees, Pharisees taught, the, yeah. taught, the Rhodians taught, you know, it's like everybody had a, and they were, they were, um, you know, rabbis everywhere. And, and, and of course you had the political activists and everybody else shouting the odds and whatever. And Jesus comes along and, and he taught the crowds and they said, this is different. He, he's, He's not like the others. He is one that teaches with authority. And it wasn't that he, he had any, you know, he didn't roll it. Because that's what the scribes used to do, the teachers of the law. They used to stop on the side of the sidewalk, blow a trumpet. Everybody had to stop and roll out the scroll and they would read the scroll. And so they taught from position. They taught from knowledge. But here comes a, a carpenter unknown to everybody really and and he he makes such an impact because he taught by the spirit of god you know he was right. it says he was without measure you know so he uh, he taught but from that authoritative base of conviction and influence and right. makes right. a huge impact into the into the into the nation at that point in time you know right yeah, I was trying to remember where that scripture was, where it says that he who is sent by God speaketh with his words only, and to him he giveth the spirit without measure. That's right. Yeah, that's in John somewhere. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm sent by God into a situation, even to work, um, my son has a has a little food truck, and I'm thinking, could you imagine the impact? that just he could have on this whole area bringing the presence of God with little tiny burgers. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I tell you about another story is another restaurant. <laughs> um, but in Cape Town on the beachfront, um, when we, when we first planted our church um, down in, in Cape Town back in 19, 92 or 1992 around there um I'm, i went to a restaurant i took michelle to a restaurant called dale's place and dale's place was a little shop front restaurant it, you'd just taken over a little shop front turn it into a restaurant but dale used to be a missionary um with y y wham i think um and and he has a real heart for people just like a real shepherd's heart, you know. And so he used to come out personally. He was the chef. Oh, really? Uh, and the manager. But he would come out, he would leave his kitchen, come to each table and right. introduce himself. And 
he got to know, he would come and say, how are you doing? How's your wife? How's the children? How's that situation? Um, how are you doing? He would get to know people and he would, you know, in the, in the old concept, pastor each right. table, each person. He, he got to know them personally. He would bring recommendations to them. And he, so you got to know them. I'm telling you, Steve, that place was packed every single meal, every single yeah. meal. If you feel important, if you feel important, he applied his gift to what he was doing, you know, right? So, more than chefing, not just his skill, but his gift, his gift that God had, his grace gift, which was to to care, you know, to really be involved in people's lives. He would do that. He went from the shop front, bought a house, and made it an elite, and he sold it, and then he sold the business. And he, he went and joined one of his disciples who, who also started and he, and they turned that into a multi-million um, rand business. And, um, and I think they sold that as well. So, um, but the thing is, is, you know, is that we can bring that, like you're saying, into the workplace, right. into the marketplace. And whatever we're doing, you could be a mailman and, and influencing people's lives, you know? It's kind uh, of a redundant term, by the way. Oh, uh, mailman. Oh, my, my granddaughter loves the mailman. Mail. 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 Oh, yeah, okay. Mail. <laughs> Man. <laughs> In inverted commas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, if we, if we would just realize that a person, if if you make a person feel important, yes. regardless of what that is, a, a customer, uh, uh, just somebody coming up, that they, each person, uh, I remember somebody saying something about, I don't remember who it was now, but they said the thing, the thing that they really, that really impressed them about this person is it didn't matter who you were, if you came up and talked to to them you were the only per you felt like you were the only person in the world at that point in time yeah they would wow. shut out everybody else yeah. they would shut out everything else yeah. and you were their whole present on you yeah yeah and they said that for some reason that made you it didn't just make you like the person it made you realize that this person actually cares yeah and so you have a tendency then to care for whatever it is they're doing as well that's it so, and these aren't just tricks. We're talking about kingdom principles that exactly. if, if I pour out my life for you yeah. so that you can live, I'm not looking to get anything in return, but yet I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reap whatever it is I sow. It, it's serving. It's serving our purpose into the world. It's serving, right. the, it's serving the kingdom. So, so I serve my purpose, which is my, my mission, my vision, that God has given me, obviously, um, my values and my age, my gifting, my skill, my ability, my talent, I serve that to people's, to the, to the world. And, and that's what, what um, without looking for any return in that sense, but just right. serving, right. and you become, you become the, the best influencer in the world. It's not social media. It's, right. it's, uh, it's, well, that's that thing that uh, happened with Melchizedek. That was the whole thing behind Melchizedek. Yeah. He, he was the prince of peace. He was the king of righteousness. He was the whatever. All these other kings had gathered around Abraham at that time, 
to get a piece of the action, you know, because he had he had put down all the kings. This guy came for one purpose only. That was to bless Abraham. He he didn't come to get anything. He didn't want a piece of the action. He didn't he didn't want anything from Abraham whatsoever. He just came to pour out his life so that Abraham could live. Yes. Came to give him a gift, to right. give him, to impart to him something of righteousness. And that's what he came for. And Abraham recognized that, and of course, opened up his heart and gave a tenth part of all that he had. But when you realize that there's, in the Melchizedek priesthood, which we are of, our whole intent and purpose for going anywhere is not to receive anything, but to make sure that you live, to make sure that you have whatever it is that you need, to make sure that I impart unto you something of the kingdom of heaven or something of Christ, so that when I leave, there's a deposit within you that will reproduce after his likeness That's and image. Right. That's right. Yeah, I, I, what was that quote? Somebody um, said the greatest legacy you can leave or the greatest gift you can leave in this world is footsteps in people's hearts. You know, it's not standing on them, but you know, is leaving prints right, right. in their life of your presence and your influence um, that you've made it, you've made a difference. And I love what Miles Monroe said. He said, God hasn't called you to, to get an, make an income. God has called you to make a difference, you know? And, and if wow, we begin to, really good, yeah. yeah, if we begin to see our, our lives as that, that we are on a mission, you know, is that our mission is to bring the kingdom of God to, Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, you know, whether you're in a factory, in an office, um, at home. I mean, you know, even if we're sort of stay at home working virtually, you still can be an influence. Um, right, right. And, and, you know, it's just like little things. Sometimes people get a little bit um, sort of bent out, not bent out of shape, but they get a bit surprised. But, you know, God gives me a, a, something I see about somebody's life or I have a dream and, I jump on Messenger and I share with them and I say, hey, I've seen right. this and right. whatever, you know, whatever it means to you, I've seen this about, about your life. And they always feel a bit skeptical about it, but, but especially when it comes to, you know, just other people that's not in my circle of influence, right. really. Right. And, uh, and, uh, but, you know, I'm open to share with them for what I, I coached a, um, and I was on the management team of a um, of a director, a managing director of a of a um, company in Cape Town. <clears throat> and she, when I came in, there was people were trying to oust her already. Anyway, I came in and I coached her through the crisis and whatever. And, and and we often spent time together as I just helped to you know refocus her leadership, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's with the whole leadership guy thing started but um and then but i moved to america back in 2007 and um and one day i woke up and i had a dream about her and i saw her in bed with somebody but there was a hole over the bed and this black stuff was pouring out the hole and uh, i said what, what is that you know and uh, <clears throat> as i prayed about it god showed me and i called her and i said hey listen this is what i've seen um, you you are going into a partnership, but there's it's opened up something into the business that's going to affect you. Um, you know, I warned her, but she went into the partnership anyway. Um, she was already 
in the process. <clears throat> right. She went into the partnership and they ended up ousting her as managing director of the company and leaving with nothing, you know, and the whole company then collapsed after that. <clears throat> so we can sow this kind of seeds and, and be a blessing into people's lives, you know, just by, you don't have to be super spiritual. It's just like, if God gives you something without going, like you were saying, I think last week, you know, without saying he, yay, he, yay, thus said the Lord, it's just sharing an insight that you have you become an influence and encourager. And if we begin to understand the principles of influence within the context of our company, begin to say, how can I solve the problems here? Is there a need? What is the need? What is the problem? How can I help solve the problem? Not just clock in, clock out, because I want to go to church. <laughs> that is your church right there, you know. is that That is your area of influence, not a church. A pew is not a church, uh, not influence sitting in a pew you're just a follower you're just another you know another yeah. member yeah. just the um, word itself is not very good very good no yeah you know pew. It's just pew. a pew yeah pew pew um yeah p-h-e-w <laughs> um but but you know where you go where god has sent you where god's planted you where god has given you an opening is that is your influence and that's where you what you need to be praying about how do i implement and bring the principles of god's kingdom into this place how can i how can i affect people's lives how can i you know really um bring god's law into motion which is the law of love you know the commandment of love how do i in, not just like soppy, uh, you know, right, 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 and, right. you know, whatever. So yeah, absolutely, it's powerful. You, you know what they call podcasters and people that are doing the social media stuff? No. Their their self proclaimed name is social influencers. Yeah. Well, they do, and you know, these guys grow to like. 200,000 followers, you know, I mean, I've seen people with a million, over a million followers. They are influencers. They do. And that's the problem. The problem is, of course, I I have a problem with it, with, with people being influenced by other people's brands. Um, You know, it's like you, you're not cool if you're not wearing their stuff or having the, wearing their, um, their, uh, perfume or instead of designing our own stuff we're always following to be cool to fit we're always following somebody else's stuff but yeah they are massive influences yeah one of the so are you going to have are you going to now have the leadership guy perfume or cologne <laughs> now i'm going to start having cups and <laughs> pens and shirts check <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's what I need, a golf shirt with a leadership guy. That's right. That's right. (laughs) The leadership guy brought to you by. (laughs) I'll have to get you to do it. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) Kale, Pectate, Pepto-Bismol, and Axlax for all those moving (laughs) services. Yeah, you're going to rattle it off very quickly, the terms and the conditions. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy oh, that's funny yeah well today that's i think that's our, our topic for today is um you are the influence the world needs I, I i'm telling you steve more than ever you know i've been saying this for a number of years and you have too but you know it's just like and i think it's come now to the point where 
we need to be influencers, but not influencers of the social narrative. We've got right, to, right. We influence it by, by who we are, where we are, doing what we do, not weighing in with our, with our little opinion on what's, what's the social narrative going on right now. No, that's not going to, well, it does influence people, but the whole thing is, Christ said, if you come in your own name, yeah. you, you seek to glorify yourself, and I've sent you not. Yeah. And in fact, it says that you lie against the truth. Right. And so if you realize that, that my whole influence, my whole reason for influence is to bring him, to bring his presence into a situation, because I carry him. Yes. And that would probably be the, the key to everything is that wherever I go, whoever I am, I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not here on my own. I'm here as a son of the living God. Exactly. He is. Exactly. That, that's the thing is, you know, is that if, I represent, if I represent my organization, sure, then I can weigh in whatever, you know, and people do. Uh, if I'm representing my ministry, then I've got, to, you know, I, I, in fact, I, I saw a, 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 a leader make a comment on, on social media and, and, the, and said, the problem I have is that we want to, as leaders, want to weigh in on social injustice, and, and you know, uh, there's obvious connotations to that. And but the people don't want to support us in it. And I thought to myself, well, that's exactly what the problem is: is because they're not interested in your social um, oh, justice oh. narrative. Oh, oh. They they want the, they want to influence the world with the kingdom of God. They want to bring Christ to the world as king. They don't, they're not interested in following your social uh, things, you know. And we wonder why we just, we're not influential as leaders when we are on this bandwagon of honoring ourselves, you know, right, trying right. to weigh in. I, I, I said this and I, I had to go back and check myself, but I made a statement. It's like, Jesus never ever weighed in on social narratives never he, he never spoke about the romans what they did in fact he just said you serve them if they because they used to say you carry my pack for a mile and he says if they tell you to carry the, your their pack for a mile he says you go too wow <laughs> it's just like this is different you know and he says when they curse you bless them oh. right. So you don't join the cursing, you, you bless, you know. And when they command, well, because that's all the other thing. The Romans would say, you give me your coat, you know. They would demand it. And they just, they were, it's like really oppressed. And, they, and he says, if they command you to give you their coat, give them your cloak also. <laughs> so it's like, that's so, the kingdom is so opposite to everything right. That right. we've, we've indulged, you know, it's just like Jesus never, ever, he, he, he said the, I mean, when, even when he spoke about the poor, the, the focus wasn't on the poor. The focus was on the kingdom. And, you know, when you give to the poor, sorry, there's a spider flying around here. When you give to the poor, don't make a big show of it. Don't, you know, um, blow your trumpets and, and whatever else. He said, you do it without anybody knowing about it. Just do it because that's what, that's what kingdom people do, uh, you know. And I thought, 
wow, it's it's so it's so opposite to everything that's going on in the world and going on in the church. You know, and I'm right. not saying yeah. I'm generalizing. I'm not saying everybody's like that. But, right, right. You know, so if somebody said to me, so you need to weigh in and say something about it. I refuse, I refuse to say anything about it because I'm from a different kingdom. I right. represent a different government, a different system, a different economic system, a different political system. I'm different. I come, I'm, an, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, not a citizen of this earth. So right. I weigh in differently. I, my, my, my perspective, my worldview, my, my narrative is his, not, not from here. Right. Yeah, uh, that's what Christ was saying, too. He says, I, I don't come to you with my own words. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, whatever I, I hear my father speaking, that's what I say. Yes. Uh, I've come to testify of him. In fact, the Holy Spirit will never speak of himself. No. So if you are on a bandwagon of some sort, you've got to ask yourself, who's influencing that? Right. We're back right. to, you know, talking about influence is like 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You, we've, we are ignorant of spiritual, Steve, and because right. we, we don't, there's always cause and effect. There's always cause and effect from the atmosphere to our lives, to our thinking. Of course, that's what it's all about. Is like something influences our thinking. That's why Paul says we've got to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, not you know, not putting putting off the old, putting on the new. We we indulge the old because we haven't continually renewed our mind of the spirit, the attitude, right. the very concepts of our mind. So we still go back to that. Uh, all the time, we're still trying to fit in, adapt into the cultures of the world rather than bring in a culture which is the will of God into the earth. We, we just don't do it. Right. So we, right. we're ignorant. Yeah, yeah, we really are. Yeah. And, and you think about just as far as even the, I will bring you another comforter. I'm gonna, when I leave, I'm going to send you another comforter, and he will be the spirit of truth. Yes. If I'm not operating and bringing you or bringing the situation peace and life and comfort, that means more than likely I'm not operating by the spirit of truth. Right. Exactly. What I'm doing might be true to me or the social thing that I'm involved with or whatever else. I may see it as truth, but it is not the spirit of truth. That's right. And uh, my whole intent is to bring you the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. If I can't bring you life, there's no reason in saying this stuff. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Powerful. I, it, I mean, it's stuff that you and I talk about all the time, but, you know, it's just, um, you cannot, we cannot say it enough because we need to emphasize it. I mean, Jesus repeated stuff over and yeah. over again. And, and so, again, I say. And they go, yes, we got it. No, you don't. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> they go, yes. And he goes, okay, well then, if you're a disciple of the kingdom, you'll be bringing stuff out. But no, you know, he said, don't you understand anything? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, 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 we need to go through these things over and over again so that it really gets embedded down into us where we begin to manifest that in, in what we do and how we are. I, I am absolutely more convinced than ever. It's just like we cannot represent a religion. We have to represent the kingdom of heaven. That's right. That's right. 
you know, and that is, that it's religion that divides and separates and causes right. strife, you know, in one form or fashion or another, even, even pagans are, a, are a religion, you know, atheists is an, a religion, atheism, and every ism is a religion, you know, so it's a religion of sorts because it's got governing rules of man that right. govern and decide and, and affect the influence, the, the narrative of your thinking or well, the narrative that comes out of your thinking out of your paradigm it's a religion it's some form right. of fashion or another you know and so we don't represent that we represent a place we represent not just an idea it it's it, we represent a real a real nation with a right. real king a real government a real system that out is is way better than anything that has right. ever been seen on the earth. You know, uh, atheists now have their own celebration day. Do you know that? Who's that? Atheists have their own day, just a celebration now. Yeah. So, you know so they, they 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 don't believe anything, but actually they do believe something. Yeah, it's <laughs> April first because the fool says in his own heart there is no God. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there you go, you see. <laughs> so, there you go. So everybody says they don't believe anything, but they actually do. So that's funny. Yeah. That's right. All right, well, there we go. Good All one. All right, yes. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to end this one for now. So thanks for being part of our conversation. And um, we trust that you'll join us every Friday for uh, more Sean and Steve. I hope you never get tired of us. But um, <laughs> hey, um, if you do... You, you can come back and binge watch us in another time. You know, if you've got nothing to do on a Saturday, you've got like eight hours from like nine to whatever, six or whatever. Um, you can listen to us every hour. Of, and, and just um, I mean, hey, you know what? It's just yeah, that like, sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, where were you ever going to get a conversation like this? Steve, I tell you, is that I... I've had people tell me that they wait every Friday for this conversation and this is the, the podcast they listen to. This is the conversation. This is the audio they listen to every week. They they wait for this and they indulge it. They get out their Bibles, notebooks and, and go through the stuff. And I said, well, if there's five people, if there's two people like that in the world, I'm happy. I'm just yeah. happy. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's true. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried. If, if we can influence a few to reach the many, then that's what it is, you know. So. Just each other. <laughs> well, it's all, it's been for years, just each other. Just like, okay, let's stir each other up, <laughs> inspire each other once a week. So, uh, great stuff. Thanks for being part of our conversation. Until next time, this is Sean saying, God bless you. Bye. Just pull over my desk. <laughs>